2: Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two
1: of us, maybe some guest stars, And we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and just learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different.
2: Also, we're a lot of fun, and we We have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too, so why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. (laughs) Um, Also, we'll
1: be answering listener questions, so make sure to write to us at shoebeautybrooklynpodcast at
2: gmail.com.
0: Alright
1: guys, so, let's jump into the show! Bye! So, I've actually been thinking about my own skin a lot lately because I'm naughty and got a sunburn Mm -hmm. recently. Naughty. And I just want to remind people that the damage that the sun causes your skin, you likely won't see for many years. Mm -hmm. So don't think that just because your skin looks fine a few days after getting a sunburn, that it's okay.
0: That's
2: true. I
1: just want a little PSA.
2: Has it has been on your mind lately? Yeah, I just,
1: yeah. it really stressed
2: me out. <laughs> well, I think, too, like, we completely missed the spring. So it just went from literally December, yeah. uh, February, to summer. So even now, every day when I leave the house, I'm shocked to find myself, like, I'm shocked to be sweating.
1: I know. I have a big-ass forehead as part of it, and the sun yes. just beats down on it.
2: Girl, i got a five head.
1: No, I have a five head. It's
2: definitely not bigger than my five head. <laughs> it's bigger. <laughs> we have to measure. Your sun
1: loves it. Dude, can you put all five
2: fingers on your forehead right now?
1: Sure can.
2: You're creeping into the hairline. <laughs> my thumb
1: is chubby, so
2: it's my thumb's fault.
1: But <sighs> I just wanted to say that. That's Since cute. we'll be talking about skin today, that's, that's something that I just would like to add.
2: Yes. And, um, and while I don't really have anything else to add, while you guys are marching, wear sunscreen and a hat. Yes. Is that a weird PSA? No. I think it's important.
1: It really is. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just gave me an idea with that for when Jess and I go out and hand stuff out to protesters like yes. water and snacks maybe little mini sunscreens or
2: just like have it to spray have yeah a to spray on people or something like that that's a great idea right or if anybody wants to uh, send some little testers yeah can this out
1: too that'd be cool oh I'll do a little research and see um <gasps> such a great idea yeah because it's true
2: yeah, man. Right. I mean, we don't need y'all burnt. If you burnt, you can't march.
1: It's true. You're not gonna be able to go the next day if you're all sunburnt.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, so there's that. What else?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm really excited to chat today about skin stuff. I'm excited to chat And explain today. to people. Well, we're gonna explain how to figure out what your skin type is, which is very important. It's your totally. skin. Mm-hmm. Your skin type is something that is with you through your whole life. Yes. The only things that could ever possibly change it are, are big hormonal changes, like menopause. I guess pregnancy, too, can sometimes. Yeah, for sure. But other than that, it's something that's with you forever, so it's really important for you to
2: know and understand Totally. what your skin type is. A hundred percent. And then we're also going to be trying as best as we can to make science fun <laughs> for you. Yeah. So And like talk about um, your skin's regeneration process and all of that stuff. It's kind of boring. We, tried, we just went through it a couple times, and I'm like, God, I hope that yeah. we can figure out a way to jazz this up. But I don't know. You guys just need to know. You just really need to know, because everything makes sense once... You understand. It will.
1: And it will make your skin care regimen or lack thereof make a lot of sense too. So I think this is an important part of it and a good way to start learning about your skin and why it's so important. Yeah. You know, it's a big, it's your biggest organ.
2: Dude, it's your biggest organ, but it's also, it's your skin. It's your face. Like if nothing else, like. It covers your entire body. It's waterproof.
1: Yeah. It's a cool, skin is cool. We sound so nerdy, but skin is cool.
2: Skin is cool if you want to like you know, look decent until you're 100. Yeah. Or 40 even. It is crazy to me just how aged people look from not wearing SPF. Like you, just the sun totally. damage.
1: And, you know, it's important to think about what you're putting in your body because your skin will reflect
2: that. So. 100% also. It all,
1: it's all connected. Mm-hmm. It's, which makes, which is really cool, and I guess we all learned about this in school, but you're not really. I mean, not paying really. And attention.
2: that's true. And we're really coming at at you with this from the side of uh, narcissism. So if yes. nothing else, just pay attention because you got to look. You want to look good. But the other thing, I guess, since we're talking about this, is we had um, one of our first virtual consultations yesterday, which was so fun because one is it was just really good. It felt really good to work again. The first time in fucking weeks. But mm-hmm. it was good to also just get our minds off of absolutely the uh, general. Current state. The current state. Yeah, exactly. The general current state, which is hopeful.
1: Hopeful. Yes. I think hopeful is a good word. It's a little exhilarating, I guess. Yeah. It's in just a way. A, it's a lot. We,
2: yeah. It's a fucking lot emotionally and... You, it's good to take a break, man. It's just good to like take a break yeah, from like this a thirty-minute
1: break to come yes. get a skincare consultation with yeah, us. Yeah, totally. Just
2: chat even if you need people to talk to. Totally. And our client loved it, which was so sweet. She was like, "This is worth loved. way more than my ten-dollar month membership." Like, what else can I give you guys? And we were like, "We'll just buy the products." Yeah, <laughs> she did, which is awesome. But like, we you guys are gonna get so much out oh my of the virtual consultation.
1: I am genuinely so excited for her to mm-hmm. start using these products because I know that it's going to really
2: change the state of her
1: skin yes
2: so stoked and she was just so excited because when we were you know starting off and asking her about her current like what's going on with her skin and what her current routine is a lot of the feedback which is feedback we often hear in studio is like i don't even know why i'm using these products i don't even know the like the order to put them in right she said that
1: she kind of just goes on sephora sees whatever is highly rated yes and goes from there which i'm sure a lot of people do because what i mean you're not going to spend 24-7 Twenty-four-seven, every day, researching products. That's right. the easiest way to do it. But
2: that's our job. Yeah, we're here.
1: <laughs> and to note that we recommend these medical-grade products, and that's very important. These are products that are results-driven, and they're not just something to slap on your skin. Yes. There's a reason for every ingredient that is in these products.
2: And there's a reason that we're telling you specifically that this is the product for you because we're talking about your skin, we're talking about your lifestyle, we're talking about your diet, we're talking about. Yes like your entire skin journey, so that we can put together something that you actually use, which is the other other thing when we're recommending skin regimens to people is, what's realistic for you? What are you actually gonna use? If I give you five products to use, are you gonna use it in the morning and night? And be honest, because I'll figure out something else if it's easier, if I know that, like, you're not gonna do all five steps, which is what happened yesterday we were thinking totally. about everything she was saying the first thing was like we'll use five different things and then we thought this girl's never going to do this let's scale this back yeah. to three products to start with and and not overwhelm her and we'll see her next month and see how it goes so yeah. like we're and we
1: know also even recommending less products she will still see a big change in her skin totally and i think that's cool too and we were able to incorporate some products she already has yeah. we don't want anyone to be wasteful so if you have full mm-hmm. products at home By all means, finish them up. Unless we think they're really awful, then you can stop or give them to someone. Unless it's contributing to, like, what the problem is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, But I guess we say all of this because we just um, obviously love – I mean, that was, like, the highlight of my week. I'm not going to lie. We actually had some other really cool things happen this week that we were just celebrating this morning. But it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And it's because, like, we want to help you guys. We're not just here trying to, like – throw products at you like we genuinely got a thrill knowing that like oh my god we just helped that girl because she wrote us back immediately and was like thank you so much now I know what to do what order to put things on like what this shit even does
1: it's very educational totally so like even if you're not in a position to be buying product right now we can always give you recommendations that when you do have the money you can purchase them then and for the meantime we could tell you what to do with what you've got (laughs) absolutely We want this to be a community.
2: we just want to talk. We yeah. just want to talk to you guys. We just love we to talk and we're kind of
1: lonely because we don't get to see people <laughs> exactly. because of
2: COVID, so. Right, so, yeah. So there is that. Um, you'll hear our Patreon commercial later and that'll give you all the information as to how you guys can sign up. But just remember, the membership level start at $1 a month and the $1 a month gets you one virtual consultation period. So even if you don't want to continue, you'll at least have like one virtual consultation. If you want one a month, it's just $10 a month. I'm not gonna sell you on it now, we'll sell you on it later, but um, check that out if you want to. Should we jump into the
1: beauty school? Beauty school. Okay, is everyone
2: ready to attend beauty
1: school? Yes.
2: I am. <laughs> Me. Me. I'm here. <laughs> okay, guys, so today we're going to be talking to you about the simple science that you need to care about to get great skin. And it really is simple. This isn't that difficult. I think it's really fucking cool, but, like, I don't know. My mom's a nurse practitioner. My dad's an engineer. We kind of dig science at our <laughs> we're A little like, nerdy. A little nerdy. But I, we're going to try and make it fun for you because... I don't know. I think it's, like, with anything. Like, who likes to exercise before they see results? Freaks. Some people do. I don't. But it's, like, when you see results totally. that you're, like, I need to learn more about this. I want to get my ass on the treadmill. And that's what we're going to try and do for yeah. you with your skin.
1: totally. Especially if you're someone who feels, like you're just confused about what you should be using and what you should be doing. I think this is a good basis to be like, okay, there's a reason why I put shit on my face. Yes. There is a reason. Yes.
2: And here's why. And here's why. Totally. So part one of today's beauty school is your skin is your largest organ. Start treating it as such. I wanted to open up this part with a quote um, from the CEO of BeautyCon, Moj Madhara. Skin is huge. It is now a sign and reflection of wellness. I call skin the new rich. How you're doing, how well you're sleeping, what your joy factor is, is all about the tonality of your skin. Couldn't have said it better myself. Same. So girls, you, because I know you so well, take great care (laughs) to pass up a Snickers bar in favor of a granola bar, right? I think so. So why are you putting junk all over your face in the form of petroleum products, bulky fillers, and ingredients? that are junk for your skin.
1: Well, and I think that I can speak for a lot of people, because nobody taught you to care for your skin the same way they stress about caring for the rest of your body. Totally. So when we begin to look at our skin for what it is, which is an organ that needs quality vitamins, nutrients, and water, we care for it as such. Yes. It's a little baby to take care of it. <laughs>
2: it's, your, it's your little baby. It's a little baby that's going to yeah. keep you alive. It's true. It's
1: a <laughs> If the word science makes your eyes glaze over, just hold on with me for a few more minutes because this is science and it is sexy as hell. Yep. Why? It's going to keep you gorgeous. And if nothing else, allow your own narcissism to continue listening. (laughs) Right?
2: Girls, like, you're never going to get the beautiful skin that you want if you don't just, like, listen for five minutes. Like, honestly. I failed... College algebra almost twice, but like I can get through this. Almost twice. (laughs) We're
1: putting this in very simple terms. It's going to make sense, promise. Totally. Um, So let's move on to part
2: two skin regeneration. It's very important. Okay, dude. So we're going to look at a quick rundown of your skin's regeneration cycle. And then by the end of it, like we were saying, you're going to understand why there's only one basic unifying factor to correct and maintain all skin conditions. I'm not lying, one factor. And you're probably not doing it because literally 90% of the women that come to see me aren't. They're not doing it properly. They're not doing it properly if they're doing it at all, honestly. So the first thing we're going to talk about are the three major divisions within the structure of the human skin. They are the epidermis, the dermis, and the subcutaneous. Don't worry, today we're actually not talking about the subcutaneous at all, so we're really going to keep it to the two most uh, uppermost layers, which is the epidermis and the dermis. So we'll break it down further. The layers of the epidermis.
1: Fresh, brand new skin cells are made at the very bottom of the epidermis, the layer closest to the dermis. As new skin cells are made, they're pushed through the remaining four layers of the epidermis until they reach the top layer of the skin. And as they go through these layers, the skin cells themselves are slowly dying and keratinizing, which means they're getting harder. And by the time they've completed their life cycle and reached the surface of your skin, they're already dead. This is what we see on the surface of our skin. Tightly packed dead skin cells. Every 28 days, our body is naturally desquamating, which means it's naturally shedding these dead skin cells, and the entire process starts again. In fact, and this is nuts, all of this is nuts, what I'm about to say your body gets rid of 30,000 to 40,000 dead skin cells a day. Mm-hmm. That number sounds like a lot, but even crazier. Consider that there are over 19 million skin cells per square inch of the human body. The human body is fucking
2: nuts. Dude.
1: Skin is nuts.
2: Skin's nuts. 19 million per square inch. Like, think about that. I can't even wrap my head around that. There's, I I can't. It's It's incredible. So I wanna put this in layman's terms that you guys can visualize so that you can understand a little bit more. So think about a newborn baby. Whenever the last time you saw a newborn baby. You notice that their skin is sort of always looking a little bit dry and a little bit flaky. So one reason of this is because babies are growing at such a rapid rate that their skin cells are working in overdrive to keep regenerating, to keep up with the total growth of their entire body. I mean, think if it didn't. Your bones and all of your other organs would outgrow your skin. That would be freaky. (laughs) That would be so weird. So why are we telling you this? Because, like I said before, this is going to change everything, guys. Once we reach our 20s, this 28-day process begins to slow down per 10-year age increments. So, in our 30s, it slows down to every 38 days. And in our 40s, it slows down to every 48 days.
1: So, this is... And it's so crazy to think about that I feel like we get fucked over with so many things as we age. (laughs) This being one of them. Yes. You know, we're our skin, we need to help it turn over faster. Yes. So that we can kind of get back to that every 28
2: days. Exactly, because once your body stops this the process is still going. Like the process of your cellular regeneration is still going. So everything's just gonna start building up. The platelets are just gonna start building up and that's when you start to look like dull, it starts to get dry because then your products can't penetrate. And they all mess it's a big old mess guys.
1: So do you know what I'm going to say next? This is the part that's really exciting to me because it's the connecting factor that solves most of our individual and collective skin concerns. Assuming that your major area or areas of skincare concern is one of the following, and this is true for the vast majority of people, at least, I mean, we've seen so many clients over the years, texture, acne, aging, or hyperpigmentation. And it can all be solved with different forms of exfoliation and exfoliating ingredients. And you guys know that I get a huge fucking boner for exfoliating, and that is why.
2: (laughs) And that's why, because it's so simple. It's like, once you just realize this, and it's a little bit more complicated than just that, but really at the end of the day, guys, this is seriously the one thing that's gonna change your skin. Before we continue though, I have a question for you. You at home, this is who I'm talking to, what is it about your skin that you want to improve? And so, for some people, this is a really obvious answer. They're just like, bitch, I know, let's go. (laughs) For many women, they really don't know how to answer this question. They don't know what it is that they want to improve about their skin. They just know that so-and-so has the most beautiful skin and they want that. So, because I can't just replicate whoever it is that you're showing me a picture of, because you're you and you're individual and you've got different needs, we want to figure out what your skin type and what your skin condition is. Because once we know those two things, your type and your condition, we can start to solve for X. X being, how do we get it beautiful? Yes. So
1: part three is your skin type versus condition. Now this is very important to pay attention to. I think it's going to clarify a lot about skin and products. And um, I don't know, you go to look at a product on Sephora's website, And you're like, okay, this is for normal skin type, for acne. sounds fine. Yeah. Not really knowing if this is right for you. You have no idea what your skin type is, most likely. Mm -hmm. So your skin type remains the same throughout your lifetime. And it will fall under one of three categories. Normal, dry, oily, or combination. That is actually four categories. (laughs) So it will fall under one of these four categories. Sorry. I'm an esthetician, not a mathematician. (laughs) A skincare secret is this. Generally speaking, the size of your pores dictates your skin type. So larger pores generally dictate oily skin and small, nearly invisible pores generally dictates dry skin. And for those of you who have had facials, and it also depends, I feel like I've had facials where the esthetician doesn't talk at all. I don't know what they're doing. We always explain for the most part. Mm -hmm. So we will look at you with a magnifier Mm -hmm. and that's why. So we can really see your pore size. Usually we could tell with the naked eye, but it's just to be double, triple sure.
2: Totally. So, your skin condition is what will actually change throughout your lifetime. So your skin condition refers to the current season that your skin is in. So think about it like this. Maybe you have an oily skin type, but during the winter, your skin's condition is dry due to the weather, harsh weather conditions. Harsh weather conditions. Harsh <laughs> weather! And also due to the dry heat coming through our pipes. New York City. Fuck off with Yeah, the dry ass air. I'm like, oh, air. The other normal people probably don't right? know all right, that. Dudes. Well, unless no, in the I'm desert, sure. desert people, they probably know too. Oh, definitely, yeah. Right? So maybe you have a dry skin type, but with the fluctuations in hormonal changes throughout your lifetime, you could have different acne conditions.
1: Does that make sense? You guys keeping up with all this? I'm sure. and And I think it makes the most sense because, and I think we see this a lot, someone does have a dry or a normal skin type but they have tons of breakouts yes. and it's like but i'm not oily which is why those oil control acne products may not work for you exactly so exactly.
2: i hope that makes a little sense and you know i'm so glad that you brought that up because my skin is so dry and it's so dehydrated and i have really problematic skin and it's like what the fuck <laughs> it's really frustrating
1: those are the hardest skins to treat i think Um, Maybe not for us, but like for you on your own to figure out what to use. A hundred percent, yes. I agree. I know you're going to be like, "Uh, no, it's not, bitch.
2: (laughs) I know what I'm doing. Excuse me.
1: (laughs) 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 Speak for yourself. Okay. So we have a little bit of homework, but it's fun homework. It's fun homework because- And it's going to really benefit you. And literally
2: dudes, you're already doing this homework. You're just doing it wrong. So
1: we're going to teach you how to do it. Totally. And you're already listening to our annoying asses, so. First thing tomorrow morning, I want you to take note of your skin as you awake. And before you do your morning routines- As you stretch and move your face around, how does it feel? Does it feel dry, oily, pretty normal, a combination of normal and oily, with more oil in some places like maybe your T-zone, the forehead through your nose and chin, or the butterfly zone? Imagine the areas under your eyes and across your cheeks as butterfly wings. Here's a hint. There is no such thing as combination dry and oily skin type. Why? Because dry skin refers to a lack of oil. Whereas dehydrated skin refers to a lack of water. Very important when you're looking at skincare products online. Yes. If they're describing 100%. Stuff. Yes. Important. Dry skin is a skin type, whereas dehydrated skin is a skin condition. So if you have oily skin but are feeling dry, your skin has a dehydrated condition. You might want to even rewind that so that you can yes. kind of let that sink in. Totally. More on skin conditions below. Okay, double hint. We're all naturally dehydrated just from being alive.
2: Yes, dudes, your body needs water because you just need water to survive. We're humans. Yeah. Your body is made up of organs, which is made up of tissues, which is made up of skin cells, which needs nutrients and water to survive. Yes. Do you see how it all comes together? We're just a bunch of cells, dudes. We're all just a bunch of fucking walking cells. Yep. All right, now let's talk about condition. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So I want you to gently but firmly run your hands all along the surface of your entire face. But first do it without looking in the mirror. So just take note of how does it feel. Does your skin feel bumpy or smooth along your forehead? What about your cheeks? Does your skin feel firm? Does it feel a little bit loose? Does it feel soft? Does it feel rough? Do you feel wrinkles? and I want you to feel the wrinkles first because now we're gonna look in the mirror. Now how does the color or the tonality of your skin look? Is it relatively even across your entire face? Do you see changes in pigment from sun damage or yellowing from age, maybe some dark spots from acne? Do you see wrinkles, crow's feet, or laugh lines? When you raise your eyebrows, smile, frown, and pinch your skin, do you see your elasticity snapping back quickly or is it lingering a little as it goes back into place and maybe beginning to show some fine lines? And dudes, this is all totally normal and they are normal sides of aging, so I don't want you to be like, oh my god, this is what I have. It's fine, but we just need to know, like, what are you dealing with so we can help you fix it, right? It's like, if you are 50 and you don't have like, the fastest back, bitch, it means you're alive. Like, <laughs> that's Honestly, it. yeah. So don't judge yourself for this. Like We just really want you to see the things that you don't like so that we can fix them, right? This isn't about like hating yourself. This is about loving yourself, actually. Seeing yourself for like, who you actually are, for what you really have, so that we can then go, you know what, I don't really need that little wrinkle right over there. We're just going to go ahead and fix that. So when you look in natural light, dudes, are there visible changes in texture? When you look closely, can you see your pores? Okay, so this is the one time I'm gonna say to get out your five times lighted mag mirror that you swore you wouldn't obsess over anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to look really, really close so that we can kind of together work on the size of your pores. As Alex said, this is usually something that we'll do together in treatment, but since you're at home, girl, you gotta do this for us. Don't obsess, (laughs) just look quickly. Are your pores very large? Are they medium? Are they small? Are they visibly clogged? So here's a little hint. If you're not sure if your pores are clogged or not, Again, as you look in the mirror, run your hands across your face. And even if you couldn't see a difference in texture, do you feel a difference in texture? So for example, when you move from your chin to your cheek, do you, can you feel if there's a difference there? So if you still can't really figure out what I'm talking about, this is a hilarious but really fun exercise. So feel with one hand the smoothest part of your body. Like maybe it's a boob maybe it's your butt, maybe it's your calf, whatever. Wherever you know in your body that your skin is generally pretty smooth. And then go back and feel your face, because that's gonna give you a true representation of the difference in texture from one body part to the other. So, does your skin on your face feel similar to the super smooth body part, does it feel different? And then as you go through your day, does your skin remain the same, or does it become more or less oily, does it become more or less dry? So that's another part. Maybe rewind that. That's a lot I know. But these are all of the things that Alex and I are looking at when we're looking at your skin um, for a treatment. So we're really teaching you how to do this yourself.
1: Bitches, we are giving you secrets here. Right? Rewind and listen and make sure you know what's up. Seriously. It's important. This is something we do in a facial. It's the analysis portion of a facial, which is important.
2: It's the most important because if you don't know what the fuck you hate... Girl, you're still doing the same thing you're doing. You're just going out there blindly, buying whatever somebody tells you to buy because it's good for them. Whatever's popular on Instagram. you don't even know why, and that's dumb. And you're not dumb, you're a smart bitch. That's right, that's why you're listening to us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So take a moment and let's be real with ourselves. There's no judgment here because you're in the process of making changes and you can only actively change when you're aware of something. Make a note of everything that you want to improve, write it down, and better yet, take some pictures. Although some improvements in your skin can be seen literally overnight, Most improvements in our skin are gradual and incremental, and it's often hard to see it change day to day. Wait a second. I have to repeat that. Yeah.
2: Gradual and incremental people. All right. That's it. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, it's important to note. Yes. A before and after picture taken without makeup and in natural light is really vital to track the true success or failure on your skincare journey. I love to show clients month to month or quarterly improvements of their skin because they're always so shocked to see how drastic the changes are. Gradual. And incremental aka patience is so necessary really it's important it's like with working out
2: yes exactly it's, it's
1: just like that
2: yeah you don't see be you patient know, the, the change in one day you know it takes time and here's the other thing girls is if you were paying attention and I know you were cuz you were a smart girl every 30 days our skin cells are turning over this is what we mean by gradual and incremental It's only within 30 days that you really are gonna see like drastic changes. And one is because it's gradual and incremental, you are looking at the same face in the mirror every single day for 20 years, 30, 50, whatever. You're looking at the same face, you're not gonna see a change day to day. It's only when you take a picture on day one and day 30, or maybe even day one day 14, it's like, oh, that happened?
1: It's also very easy to be hard on ourselves.
2: Totally. It's like, have you, if you've ever, I hate to bring this back to your body, but I feel like this is something we can all like relate to. If you've ever like been in the process of losing weight and you don't think that anything's working and then suddenly people just start looking at you and they're like, Mm -hmm. girl, you look good. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, you can see this? Like, people people are seeing this change. It's the same thing. Like, you don't see the changes until your pants don't fit anymore, right? It's like, so true. <laughs> you just need to take time, be patient, take a before and after picture, and know that you're dealing with skin. Every 30 days, dudes. Love you guys. All right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Told you we were going to nerd out. Right? <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. So. Please do the homework because it's really the most important step before moving forward in your skincare journey. This is literally what you would do if you came in for a facial, except that we would get great products on your skin. So even though we're not doing that now, hopefully you're a Patreon member, and we're going to tell you what great products that you need Mm -hmm. for your skin. Even if you don't do this homework, if you're a Patreon member, we're going to work through this with you. Totally. But um, we want you to have the the tools, the knowledge, the resources at home so that you can always be going through this. And like we said at the beginning, through all seasons of your life, forever.
1: And shoot us an email if you have a question.
2: Yeah, dudes. About figuring this out. Seriously. I guess that's pretty much it for beauty school, right?
1: That's it. I think that's a lot to think about. Yeah. And reflect on. Totally. And maybe now you're going to look at all the products you have in a totally different light. Yes. Maybe go back on whatever website you bought them from to look at the description, and you're going to be like, once you... Or looking in the mirror tomorrow morning, figuring out your skin type, what conditions you're going to be like, why am I using this? Totally.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yes. That's a great part of your homework. Go through your cabinets, dudes. After you do the homework and you have a good idea of maybe what your skin type and your condition is, your current condition, go through the cabinets exactly and see what the products that you have currently, what are they for? If you don't already know, you probably don't. You probably just have them in there.
1: I want to point out too, and I noticed this for myself once I started using more medical grade products that I own probably half as many skincare products as I used to. I used to have, like, a whole medicine cabinet filled with shit. Part of it was because things were cute and I just wanted to buy them, whatever the reason. But it's just it's important to use great products.
2: And you you can still have a million products and, like, a whole skincare cabinet full of products, but maybe there'll be different brands of the ingredients that you know that you need. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be a smorgasbord of different shit because it was cute.
1: Totally. It's important. Yes. So, dudes... That's it for now. That is it. Um, hope yeah. that we enlightened you.
2: Yeah. Hope that we enlightened you. And also, next week, we're going to really start digging down into like the ingredients in products because uh. now that you know the basics, we can talk to you about vitamin C, vitamin A. What do they do? What's an enzyme? What's glycolic? What do you need? What do you need? What's maybe bullshit? Exactly. So, all right. Next week i'm going to do that can't fucking wait let's can't some um,
1: fucking wait i'm stoked me too should we- let's do some segments yeah
0: this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe
2: all right guys so now it's time for some listener questions and i'm really excited because um well one is send us more questions
1: please yeah we want
2: to answer this stuff (laughs) we want to answer them but one of these questions actually came in last week and we knew that we were going to be speaking about this this week So we saved it for you because it's sort of perfect and goes hand in hand with what we were speaking with you guys about today regarding skin cell rejuvenation, exfoliating, why it's important, and all that stuff. So this is a really great way, I think, to tie it in. So here's the question. Hi, ladies. Hey, ladies. I'm loving your podcast. You two make me feel like I'm at your salon. I don't have an obscene amount of uneven skin tone, but it's enough for me to notice. I'm also over having to color correct every time I wear makeup. First world problem, I know. Girl, first world problem, but like whatever, it's your problem. (laughs) Totally. Totally understand it. And it's something a lot of people deal with also. So no problem. So here's my question. Do uneven skin tone creams or toners really work to even out the skin? Or is the only way to truly even out skin tone to use chemical peels? Thanks for the insight and keep me laughing. Maria. Maria, girl, we ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep you laughing. (laughs) Don't worry. We're here. So we're here. And we're also going to school you right now. Exactly. So
1: I think to understand, to really answer those questions, I think it's important to know what an skin tone is. It's usually a form of a hyperpigmentation. And so... This is how hyperpigmentation happens. So melanin is a pigment that determines skin color. And the more melanin you have, the darker your skin tone and vice versa. There are these specialized cells called melanocytes and those are responsible for producing your melanin. Hormonal changes, sun exposure, and certain medications can result in excess melanin production, which causes hyperpigmentation. So there's many causes. And so to answer your question about what you can use at home and peels, there's lots of options. So The closer pigment lies to the surface of the skin, the darker it appears to the naked eye. Many are fooled into thinking the problem has been corrected after one treatment of microdermabrasion or one superficial peel because pigment will appear lighter to the naked eye, but with natural cell turnover, it's only a matter of time before deeper pigment will then rise again to the surface. So it's going to make it look darker again. So it's the reason that it's usually necessary to have multiple treatments to lift the pigmentation peels and microdermabrasion can help. It really depends on so much. You'd have to really get a consultation with an esthetician.
2: Well, what I would say even more importantly than what you were saying is Mm -hmm. that what that's describing is all different forms of exfoliation. Chemical peels, microdermabrasion, even these peeling ingredients that we're going to get into, these are all different forms of exfoliation, which is exactly what we were speaking about today. It's different forms of getting your skin cell turnover to increase because exactly what Alex was just saying, those cells, the melanocytes and the melanosomes, are within the five layers of your epidermis. That's where those are created. They're created almost closer to the dermis, actually, so they're very, very deep, which is what she means by the closer to the surface of the skin, the darker the the cells appear. And here's another little thing that I'm just gonna say really quickly is it kind of goes back to what we were saying when we were describing um, a tan being a giant scar for your yeah. skin. Because really, what melanosomes and what melanocytes do is it protects you. So when there's any type of trauma on your skin, your body's reaction is, oh my god, we're under attack. Let's start shooting up these, these pigment cells to try to protect the surface of our skin, right? So exactly what Alex is saying is we need to focus on cellular turnover, but even more so is we need an inhibitor to stop your body from reacting this way because yes. your body's very smart. It's going to keep sending these cells up, especially the more you try to remove it. It's going to be like, bitch, no, I'm doing this on right. purpose. Right. So it's a two-step It can process. make it worse it if it, you're not doing it properly. Exactly. It can make it worse, and that's what happens often. So yes. you need a tyrosinase inhibitor. Tyrosinase is the name of the enzyme that is telling your skin cells to shoot up melanocytes. Yes. I know this sounds very confusing, but we just want you to know the truth. And this is what we talk about as estheticians. And this is like all the science that goes behind skincare. Yes. Um, so you need a product that has exfoliating ingredients and you also need a product that has a tyrosinase inhibitor.
1: Yes, and at True Brooklyn, we use a line called PCA. They make retail products, but they also make professional products and they make these amazing professional peels. And they have ones that are formulated with those melanogenesis inhibitors. So you're getting that professional deep exfoliation, plus that will actually help. And also, obviously, wearing sunscreen because yes. letting. First of all, you're getting deep exfoliation. Yes. You don't have that top layer of dead skin anymore. That's partially protecting you from sun. You need the sunscreen. And any of that darkness, is going to get darker. Yes. From the sun. Exactly. It's going to keep getting worse
2: for mm-hmm. sure. Sure, so chemical peels, but then also, honestly, there are lots of ingredients there are lots of at home treatments that you can do to help with uneven skin tone. It's going to take longer though. If you do it at home, as it is, I would um, do both, I would 100% do both mm-hmm. because um, hyperpigmentation is very difficult to lift. It takes multiple treatments, it takes coming into the salon, it also takes doing the work at home. So, I know this kind of sounds scary, and when I say multiple treatments, yes, but in reality, If this is something that you're serious about, I can speak specifically to women of color because we specialize in working with women of color. And I should say this also because when you're using chemical peels, not all chemical peels are safe for women of color. Right. So I can say this comfortably that we can lift hyperpigmentation within six months here if you're doing the right work at home and if we're putting the right chemical peels on your skin. If you're not doing both, it's upwards of a year, I would say, at least, which is a long time.
1: Yeah, and you can get discouraged by then. I feel like doing both... It's worth it. Environ makes, they actually make a whole line, a whole kit that's geared towards pigmentation issues. Um, It's mostly formulated with vitamin A and vitamin C. There's tyrosinase inhibitors. And um, it really depends on the level of your pigmentation issues because you can get the whole kit, which is three different products. I've definitely recommended to some clients to just get one. Mm -hmm. And that's been enough for them because they didn't have, you know, if you come in and you've had melasma for. 20 years, Mm -hmm. you're going to need to do a lot of work. If you're just now dealing with these
2: pigmentation issues, you can probably get away with that, like one product, you know? Totally. Um, And you said something so perfect. You said melasma, which is hormonal. And so, anytime you're dealing with anything hormonal, whether that's acne, whether it's hyperpigmentation, you are literally fighting against your body. Your Mm -hmm. body is trying to tell you something one thing or another and we're trying to trick it into thinking the opposite so yes. like i always equate this to like stress is a hormone and stress will kill you literally it'll stop yeah. your heart so imagine it will so hormones they are very very strong and just remember that when we're dealing with things like this that's what you're up against is you're specifically with melasma um also like i said with acne when you're going against your hormones it's just that you need special ingredients that totally and that most products
1: don't have so it's important that most over-the-counter
2: products for sure don't Mm -hmm.
1: have i will say too i like the environ products for pigmentation because i feel like it targets the root causes it's Mm -hmm. not just fixing the surface yes and i think that's so important
2: and the before and afters of environs hyperpigmentation it's unbelievable it's like it's so beautiful. I showed my partner, and he didn't. He was like, "That's not the same lady." I was like, "Look at her eyes. That's the same lady. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's really gorgeous." It takes it's a long legit. time. It's not over. Totally, like we're and, saying,
1: and that's how you kind of know it's legit, right? Yes. You're like, uh, if you told me that would happen in a month, I would not believe you. But the fact that it's over time—six months, twelve months—you're like, no, this makes sense. This person
2: put this effort in. Totally. They were getting their peels. It can totally be fixed. Yes. And we should also mention, since we're talking about this, that we haven't seen your skin, so we're really just guessing what type of uneven skin tone you're speaking about and we're really going off of just what general knowledge we can give you if you really want more information you can sign up for a patreon yeah. for one dollar a month and you can have a virtual consultation with us the virtual consultation at one dollar a month is one time only but if that's really your biggest concern girl will get you what you need <laughs> like, totally sign you come in and also the $1 a month uh, gives you access to these products that we're talking about, the Environ products and the PCA products, which you can't get, over, specifically the Environ, you can't get over the counter. You no, can't get from somebody else. You actually have, else. To you have, have to get a consultation to be able to purchase them. From any skincare professional. That's not just us. Like That's something really awesome actually that this line does is they don't allow it to the general public. You have to get it through. It's a, real a deal
1: shit, so exactly. you need to be guided. because Totally, it's, yeah.
2: So that's an option for you. Um, You can come to us. If you don't want to come to us for whatever reason, PCA has really, really incredible pigment lifting (laughs) products. That you can go on your own, but because it's such a strong line, girls that just go off on their own generally think that they're having adverse reactions because they don't understand the way that the line is supposed to work. So again, I would say just come to us first. Just come to us. Yeah. if you don't buy those products from us, we can tell you which ones would work best with your skin. And then if you wanted to buy them directly from them or what have you, you can. Totally. But don't do that. You'll come back to us. Yeah. <laughs> you want us. us and then otherwise, unfortunately in this situation, I don't have any DIY hacks that I can give you for hyperpigmentation. Yeah.
1: Hyperpigmentation is probably one of the harder of the skin conditions totally. to treat. And I only say harder. For us, we know what we're doing. So. It's easy, but it's hard in the sense that it takes time. Yes.
2: And depending on your skin sensitivity, like we were saying before, you know, normally for things like that, I think that for hyperpigmentation, do people turn to glycolic for that? People do. Right. But
1: it's the same as people turn to microdermabrasion for it. And it's not much. For me, that wouldn't be the first thing that I tell people. Some
2: estheticians will say that. Exactly.
1: I won't talk shit on them, but...
2: Well, but that's, that's why Alex and I are here, because like, if you are a woman of color, you, in my opinion, you cannot use glycolic acid. Yeah, like, I agree. You, I agree. I gonna, would never. Right? You never, but some other person might just, like, direct you to that yeah. if they don't know better.
1: Anyway. Totally. You know, I will say, real quick, at one of my old jobs, there was an esthetician there who had lots of experience, 25 years experience, and she was the one who really schooled me on how to treat different skin tones, because I don't feel like I was trained enough in that because I was working at places where I mostly had white clients. And then finally I was working at this place where I had all different kinds, different ages, different skin colors. And she was great. Wanda, yeah. if you're listening, thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I love Wanda because it's absolutely true. Is you cannot put some products. Yes, you can put the same line on. Like that's why we love the the lines that we use because they are for totally. every skin t- type. But you have. It's not the same. It's not the same skin for the most part. Even if you can use the same line, you can't necessarily use the same products. There's a thing called the Fitzpatrick scale. You yes. guys probably don't know that, but like we'll, we'll we talk do. to you about
1: that. It's a lot. There was a little question with a big answer but I think it's important to understand and I never and I do this with clients in real life I never want to throw stuff at them throw products at them without letting them know why yes because it's important
2: yes and especially when you're talking about you know spending a hundred dollars on a product or something totally I would feel like such a piece of shit if I just told somebody to buy a hundred dollar product and didn't tell them why or what the ingredients were or how to use it correctly what to expect what to expect like yeah, you got to know all these It's things. true. Yeah. I
1: hope that that answered your question.
2: I know, Maria, that was fucking a lot. Please, regardless, Maria, just write us back. you're probably
1: like, these bitches are too much. Bye. Right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But you should sign up for our Patreon
2: because I think that, I don't know, I'd, I'd like to help you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, send us your skincare questions and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. Yes. This is a lot of fun. Love it. So, what's next? Oh, I know what's next. So this week has been nuts. This entire year has been fucking (sighs) insane, specifically this past two weeks. I mean, it's like the
1: worst, but really the best year.
2: How's the best?
1: (laughs) Because look at what's coming to light. So many issues. Yeah. Obviously, I'm so sad, you know, with COVID specifically, lots of people died. But I think it opened people's eyes into how, you know, how fucked up things are in our country, yeah. you know, that being closed for a month or two is so detrimental to people's livelihoods, to their lives, to putting food on the table and mm-hmm. that shouldn't be. Yeah. And so I think that it's important for... It was important. Yes. You know? Yeah. You're so right. Even though it's sad. Yes. Um, and then we have this amazing civil rights movement and it's so sad as to why it's happening. But because of it, I think that
2: great things are happening. Yes. I hope so too. And I say I hope because I truly do have hope, which I didn't have for the past three and a half years. The past three and a half years, it was just what the fuck is happening? How are we going to get out of this situation? Like, don't look outside. Just figure something else out. And for the first time, honestly, I have, I truly do have hope, which is a great fucking feeling to have. Yeah. It's what you need as humans. Like, you just need to have something to hope for. So I that's think. why I think it's... I don't want to say you're great right great year, no, but, but you, you know right. what I mean.
1: You showed me the other and, side And, and I, I hate that people had to die in order for it to happen, but, you know, we're making sure they're not
2: dying in vain. Totally. We need to laugh. It's been such an emotional week for everybody, whether, I mean, I think anybody who's listening to us has probably just been very upset. <laughs> but either, what other side of the coin you're on, It's been a really emotional week and something, I mean, we started this podcast to just like bring people together, period. And laughter brings people together and even more so just like shared experiences of hilarity. So anyway, so we thought we'd do our, uh, come back to a segment today. I didn't know then, but I'm older now. So (laughs) I
1: didn't know then, but I know now that when you're alone in a parking lot taking a nap in between your college classes, don't open your car door for a random ass man. Yes. All right. But I did. (laughs) I did. So I was in community college. I went to college for just like a year and a half before I I went to esthetician school. So I went to community college, and I was always exhausted because I was working full time. And so there was one day a week where I had a lag, like two-hour lag between classes. So I would take a nap in my car, my shitty little 1987 Nissan Sentra. And one day I was either just waking up from – the nap or I was about to go to sleep and this guy comes over and he's knocking on my car window. I could have just like driven away at that point because there's a random ass man in a parking lot. There's not another person in sight. Mm-hmm. No one. Yes. And, but I didn't. I was just like, oh, he like needs something. Mm-hmm. He needs directions.
2: In <laughs> the parking lot.
1: So I pulled out my window and he tells me that he is a, st- a grad school student mm-hmm. and he I guess he said he was writing a paper, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what the actual fucking paper was about, but he wanted to know if he could tickle my feet. <laughs> he wanted to tickle my feet, and he wanted to tickle them a few times. He wanted to tickle them <laughs> with my socks on, and then with my socks off, and then record my reaction. So I don't know what this paper was about. So- I was so naive. I was like 19, 18. And then,
2: what did you do? Did you shut the car door and say, get the fuck away no, from here? No, I was
1: just like, oh my God, I'd love to help. <laughs> I feel like looking back now, he was like 20 years older than me. That's He was definitely some creepy predator, but I was... Right. Because why would a grad school student... This was a like community college. Yes. You know what, what I mean? That's a great point.
2: <laughs> he was just like, oh, let me. I did not think about that this far into the story. It's <laughs> a community college, and it's a to grad, a go-to grad student. Unless he like lived nearby. Honestly, there's no graduate degree at community college. Are there? No. No, you don't even get past an associate's no, degree. No, yeah. College? <laughs> and so
1: I was just like, well, you know what? This is what they talk about in my favorite murder, like fuck politeness. Yes. yes. But in my mind, I'm like, if I say something mean or bad like no one is around well did you feel scared kill me. i'm not scared enough i definitely right. was like a little confused but i right. wasn't terrified i let right. him tickle my feet my bare fucking feet so <laughs> so any twice twice a couple times he recorded how long i lasted like Without being like, ah, I can't do anymore. I was a tech kid, definitely. I'm very ticklish. I can barely get pedicures. (laughs) He probably had, like, an enormous boner the whole time and I didn't realize. Of
2: course he did. You were just like, that man
1: had a lot of money in his pocket or something. That was so weird. (laughs) (laughs) So insane. And, like, I guess, like, I did have a cell phone at the time. I had, like, a Motorola flip phone. Right. So I guess... I could have, you know, called for help. I don't know. Called my boyfriend at the time. Whatever. Oh, but I didn't. And I well, just let him tickle my feet. And then I went back to sleep. Oh, is what I'm pretty sure I went back
2: to sleep. Listen. I also, okay. I have to say that the first time I heard this story, it started with like, you know, one time I almost got murdered. <laughs> Because I very well could have gotten
1: murdered. Exactly. No one was around.
2: And that's the only reason this story is so funny. Is because now at 33, like, you the didn't get reason. murdered, obviously. Yeah, you I still didn't here. get murdered. But you very easily, like, this, could, this story could have gone the other way. Like why did she let this man into the car
1: he <laughs> tickled my feet well with that said i didn't let him in the car i put my right. feet outside the car he so right why am i defending myself <laughs> <laughs> please tell me that someone out there has had something similar happen oh am i the only dumbass i mean there are a lot of dumb fucking things i did around yes. that time in
2: my life yes but jesus god it's fucking so good. oh no but all right it's uh, i've been in a similar situation and the the I almost got murdered t- story that I told you wasn't even the one that had anything to do with this. These are, oh God, women, how many times can you say the one time I almost got murdered 10 years later in life knowing what you know now? But the same thing, one night I was walking home, and this is before the neighborhood was really gentrified the way that it is now. This yeah. is when there was an entire block that I jokingly would call Rape Row because there was, if, I, if anything would happen to me, I would oh scream, God. nobody would hear me. And it's still, I shouldn't have made that joke that it's called rape row, but I would call my boyfriend and be like, honey, I'm walking up here. Yeah. So at the time, I was a bartender, and I'd be coming home late at so night. So late, I know. Super late. Long story short it's one day, this minivan pulled alongside me, and this <laughs> man was just like a fucking creep. Just a fucking creep. And I d- did not run away. I got closer to said van and said, well, I couldn't hear you. you. What did you need help with? Oh, my Girl. God. Girl. He was trying to solicit you for sex, right? Uh, well, what, what did he say? He's like, oh, do you know where I can find um, women like you? And I was like, women like me? Like, I'd have to I... be offended and be like, well, what about just me? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm not good enough to be murdered, sir? First of all.
1: <laughs> this is why I'm a fucked up human. It's like when construction workers don't um, catcall me, I get slightly offended. Oh, God. Dude. But then when they do, I fucking hate it. Yes. But it's the same. But I guess you were very happy that he wasn't interested in you.
2: What did you tell him? What I wasn't even say? that I was happy that he wasn't interested in me. I just had no idea what in the, that moment, like, anything. I was just so naive. And I was like, oh, this guy needs help. Like, to oh God. So you understand why I got my feet tickled? I didn't know exactly how, why, <laughs> how and why you got your feet tickled. Because as soon as I went home and I told my boyfriend that story, he's like, are you fucking out of your mind? You could have been pulled in any number of things that could have happened to I you. Know. And that tickle story could have happened to me with that <laughs> minivan. <laughs> like, that but what if he was me. like, I just want to tickle your feet? You know, it was broad a,
1: daylight, at least for me. Okay. Fair. So it's like a little different. I'll justify this for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> well, it was laid out, and he was a grad school student. He was a grad school student. Even though he looked like he was 45, college. he
2: could still be a grad school student. I guess. He. Not even that he looked older. The fact that, first of all, I've heard this story two times, and it never picked up that he said he's a grad school student at a community college. That's not a thing. No.
1: <laughs> and my dumb ass "Was like he traveled from another school?" Fucking
2: dumb ass. If I ever took- oh, man, that's so good. Don't let a man tickle
1: your feet. I cannot wait for all of my um, like high school friends to hear this because they all know the story but definitely haven't heard it in 10 plus years. So it's going to It's, so, <laughs> it's
2: gonna be good. so good. It's so good, dude. I told Kevin that story and he goes, oh, he was a fucking freak. What's a
0: fucking freak?
2: She knows that, right? Like she knows now telling that story. Like, I, I know now. I think I didn't know then about, like, tickle No. Fetishes. Why would you know? I mean, and that's why, that's what predators do, right? You don't know anything until you know. Yeah. And, just like, and oh. even
1: then, I didn't even think that I equated it with anything sexual. Yeah. Just that he was a weirdo. Right. But but now, obviously, I'm like, God, he likes feet for sexual things. Yeah. Yeah. I should just, I'm just forever grateful he didn't pull out his dick. Dude, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so, all of it could have been All worse. of it could
2: have been worse. So actually,
1: I'm grateful for the tickling. <laughs> <laughs> Forever grateful. Oh um, you guys, God. can you write in to us about any of your I didn't know then, but I'm older now,
2: but specifically like something like this? Yeah. Or like Elizabeth, what yes. she was saying? Like lighthearted, I could have been murdered, but I didn't. Yeah. Yes. Lighthearted. God. Very lighthearted. Very lighthearted. Like, let's laugh. Yeah, we, we, we want so it to be laugh. funny. Okay, so maybe not. You almost got murdered, but just tell us, like, I didn't know then, but I'm older now. Maybe maybe it has to do with
1: creepy men. Maybe it has to do with creepy men. We've all yes encountered creepy men. Yes. All right, guys, that's it.
2: I hope that um you don't judge me. (laughs) Oh man. Oh God, that's great. So I guess that's everything. We'll be back next week. We have so many things coming up that's really fucking... I'm really, really excited. I'm excited Me to be too. Me. Talking to some truly exceptional women. Um, we are also going to be talking to y'all about fucking voting because that's the bullshit that needs yes, to happen. Yes, voting in the primaries. Like, yes. We're going to... We, we can... Yes. yes. We'll talk to you about it when we actually yes. have an expert on... So we're and not just going, making shit up. Yes.
1: And it's going to be very informative so that you know how to vote. in in what direction to vote based on the current events going on and um
2: based on things that you care about things that yeah that I hope that you care about because we do yes and that it's more than just voting in the federal election there's so many local elections that change all of the shit that we're pissed off about yes these are the people who represent us yes so we need them and we need them to be good and we need them yes dudes and you know what else I realized which is kind of fucked up but like Nobody else is going to save us, clearly. No. Like got to save ourselves. Got to save so. ourselves. We've got to fucking do this and like let's do it together, please. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Sign up for Patreon. See you next week. That's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old.